106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, and it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thank you all, by the way, for listening. We appreciate it very much. Had a great hour on Fix It Radio this past hour. Alan Stack with us today from Stack Optical, of course. So he's going to be with us till about 11 o'clock. If you've got a particular question, I-related, and it doesn't have to be even car-related, but just I-related that you want to get a question asked. We don't always have Alan with us, and I appreciate his time. So if you've got a question, we can do that. We are going to talk about some new driving lenses that Alan has discovered here of late, so we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive, with us as well. Always great to Ken, be here. Ken, always have yeah. joy yeah. having you. Well, Larry thanks. Unger on the other side answering phones. Charlie Grimes as well. Appreciate those, too. We do have a call, though, and lines are open, 303-477-5600. Question of the day before I take Deborah. If you're going to buy an EV, what would you buy? So EV being electric vehicle. If you're going to buy an electric vehicle, I've never asked this question. This is a new one. Just electric, not a hybrid. Just an electric, not a hybrid. Well, just there's electric. so many out there. There's, there's more now so, than there yeah, ever has right, been. Exactly. So it's a yeah. good question. Yeah. If you're going to buy one, what would it be? Uh, that's the question of the day. Deborah from Westminster, you're next. Hi. Uh, I have a 2018 Equinox. Okay. And I need to get an oil change. And the place I was going to go uses castor oil. And I didn't know if that's a good oil to be using in the car or not. As long as it meets the specifications of that particular engine, this applies to everybody listening, by the way. As long as the oil meets the correct SFI API specs that that the manufacturer is requiring for that vehicle, which in most cases all modern oils that are coming off the shelf or that are in some kind of a... Uh, oil change place, you know, auto shop, dealership, whatever, are going to meet or exceed that. So, it, it, and as far as brand goes, and I'm I'm sorry, Deborah, I'm not a brand guy like a lot of other individuals out there might be. Uh, I am more of the quality of the oil itself. Is it full synthetic or not? Because that's all I'll use. What brand is on the bottle? I don't particularly. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, and. I did have a Castrol rep come in the other day, and, you know, they, well. They have good products. Right. They do have a good product. You know, they service a lot of, or their, Castrol itself services a lot of the Europeans and things like that, so. On the factory fill side. Yes, exactly. And they are a good oil. You know, like John said, as long as they're full synthetic and stuff like that, which that's all he was offering to me. Any more, Deborah, that's about all you're going to find in the marketplace. Although, you will find some dealers and even some quick lubes that will offer you a semi-synthetic, and that is a no-no. We want to use full synthetic, especially in the vehicle you're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the question I need to ask them is, is it full synthetic? Correct. Correct, yep. Yep. And what filter do they use, too? 
make sure they are using a good quality filter because most of them do not right the a lot of the quick lube places will not use a good quality filter they'll use a good oil but the filter is is subpar which in that case having the greatest oil in the world deborah (laughs) with a with a bad oil filter uh think think of the oil filter of the car being your liver when your liver isn't functioning in your body, we have all sorts of issues going on inside of our body because the liver is the filter of the blood of right. our body. The oil filter on an engine is exactly that same thing. And if it is not high quality and it doesn't have the ability to, to take and, and give us the protection that we need, then we should not put it on in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah. And- oh, oh. Being a new widow, how do I know? <laughs> right. You have to ask. And the, the, by the way, Deborah, this is a great universal question for a lot of other folks that are listening. So these are not not dumb questions by any means at all. You you simply ask them what is the you know you're already asking them about the oil. You know what what type of oil? You know if they're saying castrol, great. Is it full synthetic or not? So that's your first question. Then on top of that, what oil filter? What brand? are you using and if you want to even text me or email me what that brand is i will tell you whether it's a good brand or not right well and not just the brand because the qual- they what all is make, the filter right yeah. what actual i mean unfortunately you have to ask a part number really because there are different qualities of that brand that they make a, a cheap quality they make a mid and a and a good quality or to so, premium yeah exactly probably the best way to say it and, and alan's over here you know sort of nodding his head because <laughs> the same thing happens in every industry by right. the way every industry exactly. has this deborah and yeah and and texting john with you know whatever they say is is probably our best bet to go with you know whether it be a a napa gold or a wix i don't even know what i will tell you right now if it's a quick term. you quick lube using a cam 2 filter it's junk okay. i can already tell you that right now if it's if it's a cam type filter if it says cam on it it's junk Okay. Okay. What I was thinking is um, less swab. And I don't know what they're using. I don't know that chain well enough to tell you what brands they're using, Deborah. Right. And probably okay. each individual one, each less swab is going to be different on who's running who their supplier yeah, is. Exactly. Yep. You know, so you, again, this is where from. you really have to ask. Yeah. Good okay. question. So if I want to text, what? Three oh seven. Two hundred. 8222. I'm sorry, what was the last four? 8222. 8222. 8222. You got it. Eight and three twos. Okay. And Deborah, that's one where I will typically, even on off days, I'm just one of those guys where if it texts, I will typically answer back relatively quickly. So if you text me, I'll get back to you pretty quick. Perfect. I thank you for the help. You are very welcome, Deborah. No, I appreciate Good question, that. Yeah. You know, that that is a great universal question to everybody listening. It applies even Alan into your world because mm-hmm. every it's marketing, let's face it. Right. There are very few companies that only make one line. I guess, you know, if you were going to go Louis Vuitton and buy a purse, there's not good, better, best in Louis Vuitton. It's, you know, two grand for a purse or more and that's what you're paying and that's what it is. And yeah, I used to deal with a company that was like that. They they were known uh, worldwide. That is the best product in the world. Okay. And then I walked into a Costco and you saw, saw a product, and it was using their logo, their name, and it was cheaper than I could buy it. Huh. I called the vice president of the company, and he says, well, Al, that's not the same stuff I sell you. You're prostituting your name. Yep. That's the yeah. last That's exactly that's right. It. 
That's exactly right, I, I, Alan. And I stopped Great selling, point. using Great those point. products. Yeah. So, because yeah. who knows? Maybe I'm going to get the bad, that bad product. You're right. How would you? Yeah. Yeah. How do you right. know? I'm, no, that's a great. That's I a great point. So, yeah. point being, this is for everybody listening. This is true, especially, and Ken said it said it well. It really does come down to the part number of the oil filter itself, because every line, and as much as I love Napa, and they're one of our great sponsors, they have a silver line. Mm-hmm. They call it, which it's not a bad filter but is it their best filter hmm. would i still take a silver over a cam absolutely but a silver is not the same as a platinum right. not even the same as a gold there's right. a huge difference and i think napa's got four is it four or five filters they offer well silver nascar <laughs> gold platinum so four i want to say yeah, yeah. so there's what, four lines four lines there. the silver the pro select and that oh, but so I, and I, five, I don't then. know what and I don't know what the difference is because the part number is the same, but it just rates it different on the filters. So it, it, I, you know, much to what Alan was saying. But they're the lower. That's it, right. Yeah, the, In lower. most companies, not all, I gave you Louis Vuitton as an example of where, no, they don't sell a cut rate purse. No, there's, there's counterfeits out there mm-hmm. that are True. cut rate, which they're always going after trying to eliminate. But uh, they don't sell a cut rate purse or a bag or whatever else they sell. I know they sell all kinds of crap. But anyways, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't say crap. All kinds of stuff <laughs> because it's really expensive crap. So, <laughs> so, anyways, most companies have have a – it's been marketing this way for years. Sure. And, and I don't would say that it's wrong. It's just it, it is what it is. And most companies years ago came up with this good, better, best way of selling. Now, I will tell you that when I owned shops back in the day, I got completely away from that. In the, I will tell you, early on, we did some good, better, best stuff until I determined, why am I selling this crap? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I don't want to yeah. sell this junk. So I, I became a shop where it was the best only or yeah. we weren't going to do it. It was simply right. going to be, like the song, simply the best. Yeah. We were doing that only. We weren't going to offer the other options. Now, we had to do a little bit of different sales technique and explaining all of that to a customer because if they were going to go price shop at somewhere else they were going to find a lot of differences in the price because our best product and quality was not the same as somebody else's quote-unquote best product and quality because they may not be using the best product they may be using whatever they think is best that's their best apples apples to apples so anyways that was a great question by the way deborah it applies to a lot of different things including you know alan from stack optical because that applies to literally I think, Alan, almost everything that we do. Okay, I have a question before we go to break on contacts. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i still looking for the right answer because I've seen so many different answers on this. There are single-day lenses. There's right. 30-day lenses. Right. And beyond. And I've heard stories out there that will tell you, you they're all the same. don't talk about the 30-day lens. Okay. Now, there is a difference between one-day lens okay. and a two-week or a, a monthly lens. Okay. The one-day lens, if you overwear that, you're going to know it. Okay. Okay. So it's they not, are made differently. They are made. Okay, sure. that was yes. my question. They yes. are made differently. Yeah, you don't want to. Are they just thinner, or are they, what, what's the difference? A- actually, the safest lens out there is a one-day lens. Yes, it's a lot more expensive, but you're getting rid of that lens. You're not trying yeah. to clean this stuff You're not trying off. to get the protein right. and everything off right. of it on it's a nightly basis. It's a more expensive basis. way of going. If I wore contacts, I'd be doing the one The problem is they don't always, like me, I, they don't make a daily lens for I what know, I do. I know. <laughs> and, and sometimes they can get awful expensive because you need a bifocal, you need a tri- yeah. toric lens, and Correct. that kind of Which stuff. Which is me. And one day, yeah, as you it know. gets expensive. Okay. But I, that I, is the best lens. Okay. Out. I never had anybody explain yeah. that because there's so but much there misinformation on the internet when it comes to that that I wanted to, I wanted to know how those worked. And, 
they're and they're the best for eye health type yes. thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. because oh, you're not putting that yeah. old lens back on. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Questions either for myself. Ken Rackley, of course, Tune Tech Automotive, and we've got Alan here till almost 11 o'clock. So if you have an eye question, by all means, please let us know. We'll talk about driving lenses in a moment when we come back with Alan. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Colorado since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. What's in a name? For Laundry Veterinary Medical Center, the name perfectly describes the state-of-the-art veterinary medical facility that we trust. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, trust is why we have chosen Lone Tree Vet for all of our pet's medical needs. They provide a wide variety of medical and surgical services and utilize state-of-the-art methods, protocols, and technology. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, you can trust the medical team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. We all know that making the decision for our pets to have a medical or surgical procedure is not always an easy one, but at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they understand the hesitation and anxiety that accompany leaving a pet for any type of procedure. Whether it's a spay or neuter surgery, a laparoscopic surgery, or a complex orthopedic surgery, the professional team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is dedicated to making your pet feel comfortable and special. If your pet needs medical care, call 303-708-8050 today. That's 303-708-8050. And for more information, visit them online at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low-tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, as an engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that sometimes we don't like to ask for directions. But when it comes to your retirement, you need to know where you're going. 
Al can build a roadmap of your assets that will help you set goals and milestones to make the most out of your retirement. He's been helping people like you maximize their retirement for decades, and he knows how to avoid wrong turns. He'll help guide you to your destination of a purposeful retirement, even during times of market volatility. Al has seen just about everything you can encounter, from recession to prosperity and everything in between. He'll turn your anxiety into confidence by considering every possible contingency and planning around them. Get in touch with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com money today to set up a no-strings consultation and start planning your roadmap to retirement. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Question for Alan coming in. Mark, go ahead, sir. Uh, Two-part question. First for you, Alan. Uh, thank you for all the services you provided me, but I don't think you've touched on how good you are at restoring vintage sunglasses. You're, you're excellent at it. <laughs> thank you, Mark. What, what, what vintage I mean, sunglasses do you bring in? Well, I have, I have uh, Ray-Bans, the good ones, back when Bosch and Lowe made them. There they you go. They, they were made out of gold. They had gold content. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, they were good. And yeah. the other ones, you fixed my Porsche sunglasses that were 30 years old. Oh, yeah. I used to carry Porsche about 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, good. I appreciate no, that. But, I mean, that's a service a service you offered, and you fixed them. And, you know, I wouldn't be bringing any kind of sunglasses. The sunglasses I endorse are US ma- USA-made Randolph's out of Massachusetts. They're not owned by anybody. It's a single company, family-owned, and they make uh, product for the military. Hmm. Wow. What, what's it called? Randolph? Randolph. Randolph. Randolph or Dolph? Right no, Randolph. Randolph. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Their, their, their product is not cheap, but the optics are incredible. Well, I'll look into that. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Now, John, question for you, please. Sure. Um, this is over the knock sensors on the 2003 Tahoe. Okay. So new knock sensors were installed from Delco. Still getting that thing on my uh, ECM or check engine. Relates back to the knock sensors. Is it a possibility, since the engine is so new, that that ECM needs to be reprogrammed to update the modern or update the software on the ECM to accept the more modern engine? 
I wouldn't say so. Uh, it just says low, vol- low voltage knock sensors, and they're brand new. Okay. And they did the harness, too, and all that stuff? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I would, you know, there needs to be some further testing there. We have seen where the computer itself is has lost the circuit inside the computer to where the ECM has to be replaced. But, you know, that's not super common, but it is, it has been, we have seen that before. And I'll say to you, probably after a certain amount of cycles, it's going to shut itself off again. So it, it comes and goes then? Yes. Okay. So inter- I would say that's less likely to be a com- an ECM, but it's, you know, something between the connector at the at the knock sensors and the ECM uh, connector also is possible since it's intermittent. Yeah, well, the harness was, like I said, that was all replaced, and it was a Delco factory part. Okay. So I don't know. It has not affected drivability, performance, no, starting. Right, exactly. They'll run just fine. Yep. So and, I guess I'll use Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, the so the harness between that between the connector and the ECM, so the actual engine harness, could be an issue, too. We haven't really seen much of that, but... Could know, be. Yeah, I mean, it, if it's an intermittent deal. I, it. And it could still be a computer, too, but, yeah, it's... I would say that's where most of the failures would be, would be either be in that harness or the ECM since those sensors were all replaced. But like I said, further testing would need to be done. The The connector is fairly accessible, and there you can do like a even a resistance test to see if the connector you the, right. the harness you replaced and the sensors have the correct uh, reading on them. Does that make sense? Aren't the, aren't the sensors under the intake manifold? They are, but the connect, on that harness that connects to them, it comes out and plugs in, I think, right on the intake manifold on the driver's side. So it's a two-wire connector, I believe, and there should be... You know, if if there's an open in that, which there shouldn't be, it's all brand new, you know. and you're getting the same codes, right. right? And but there's a test you can do there, and then there's another test that requires. Uh, I can't remember what it requires, but testing the computer input also. So, getting a sensor tapping. Uh, there's yeah, there's <laughs> there's further testing that would need to be done to see if the computer is even recognizing a signal from those sensors. Computer input. I'm confused here. The sensor inputs to the computer, so and the computer digests all that info and does what it needs to do accordingly with timing and so on. Yeah. So if it's not getting any input from those sensors or there's a low voltage, so turn it on. Yeah, it'll turn the light on. So there, there's a test that can be done by bypassing that circuit and driving it and see if the same code comes back. If the same code comes back, then likely it's the computer that's the issue. Uh, so you unplug it is what you're saying? Yeah, unplug it, and I think you bypass, so you just short the the computer side of the harness. You just run a, a, okay. a jumper wire and, and clear the codes and drive it and see if the same codes come back. All right, well, that's something I haven't considered yet and did yeah. not even know because it Again, has not affected drivability no, whatsoever. Right, right. Yeah, and it won't. It, and it can affect your power slightly just because it's not advancing. Timing's the timing. not working like right. It, right. But, yeah, for the most part, you won't feel right. anything. Yeah. And, and that's and that's not the case, too. There's no loss of power. Okay. Yeah. Good. 
yeah, it would be minimal. But yeah, it's but yeah, just getting in, and that's what we've seen, you know, over the years in some cases. But usually, it's the sensors they get drowned and get all corroded and stuff. But yeah, not in your case. Yeah, sounds like something else different going on. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not my case. Twenty-one-year-old truck. No, yeah, you're not right. My case. Exactly. Okay. All well, right. Thank you. You bet. Thank you, Alan. Oh, thank, thank you. you, Mark. Appreciate you, Mark. Take care. All right. Uh, Mark and Black Forest, hang tight. Before we uh, go to break, and Mark will take you as soon as we come back. Alan, talk about the new driving lenses that you were going to mention during Fix that we kind of started it's on that, but I left it till like, now. You remember you know, uh, the old saying of looking at, at the world through rose-colored glasses? There really are a kind of a rose color, but they really do seem to help with headlights Okay. for night driving. There's a lot so of I folks do, complaining about that yep, now I, with all the hype. I do have hype, a you know. sample in the office to try it. Okay. It's something new just came in the last couple of weeks. So, and I get text messages and emails on this quite a bit. A lot of you are very sensitive to the new vehicles and the bright lights that a lot of the new vehicles have. So in this case, it's you can't fix all the other drivers. You're not going to fix all the other vehicles on the road. In fact, as much as you complain about it, it is what it is. You're not going to take those off the road. Go see Alan instead right. and see what he can do to help you minimize all of that. But everybody perceives color differently, so Correct. this isn't going to work sure. for everybody. You know, Some folks may still work well with the yellow, you know, okay. that type of thing. Okay. But it's just another it's an option. Another option. Okay, another option. All right. Mark, hang tight. We'll come right back. And somebody texted and said that they were very surprised that I actually knew the brand Louis Vuitton. Well, <laughs> of course I do. I have a wife. So we'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. If you have a vehicle breakdown or accident, there's more to being towed than just having a guy with a big truck show up. If a vehicle isn't properly towed, it can make a bad situation worse, damaging your expensive vehicle. That's why our Napa Auto Care Center doesn't trust our valued customers to anyone else. We provide towing services done right 24-7. If you need a tow, call our Napa Auto Care Center. Find your nearest store at NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with Extreme Auto Repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com extreme today. 
You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Appreciate you all joining us. Mark from Black Forest, you are next. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, John. I think I might have a big problem. Got a 2005 uh, GMC Denali, okay. and I have I have uh, run it out of oil. Um, yeah, that's not a good that's not a good problem, Mark, as you know. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out if it's if it's toast or not. Um, how how low did it? I mean, make noise. Yeah, how low did it get, and what happened then? Um, well, it it basically was a sudden loss of oil. Um, okay. 
I should I should tell you it's got an Edelbrock supercharger on it. Okay. And because it and because it did, uh, the installation requires relocating the oil pressure sensor to the engine block. Um, and this has actually happened before. Um, just don't know if I caught it in time um, this time around. The, the actual sensor failed before. Okay. And, and just blew all the engine out the side of the engine. Got it. Um, but anyway, um, towed it back to my house. Um, I can still, um, I, I took off the oil filter and I saved the oil. It didn't look terrible. How much oil was um, still in it that you drained out? Um, not much, maybe a couple of quarts. Oh, that's all. That's a Chevy. I would say you should be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah the yeah. plus, and sorry, everybody else that drives something different. The advantage that Chevys have, Mark, is they have a rear oil pump and sump pickup, which in these particular cases bodes very well because even though you only had a couple of quarts left, it's still pumping. There's a lot of other vehicle manufacturers, engine manufacturers, where they put the, you know, they put back in the day the distributor or the oil pump in the front, they didn't have that same advantage. Right. That was the one advantage Chevy always had was in a situation like yours, typically the engine's going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. It does, uh, I put a wrench on the on the crank bolt, and it does. I'd, I'd it does, put a new uh, filter on it, it put new free. oil in it, and fire it up. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of what I did, um, okay. but now it won't start. Does it crank? Yeah, it cranks. cranks okay. It just, just won't start. It cranks, it won't start. That's not going to be because of an oil issue. I wouldn't think so. you got something else going on. Yeah. Is So when it when you notice the problem, you shut the key off and like that, Was did it start making any noise prior to you shutting it off? No. Okay. No? Okay. So you got another no. problem. There's yeah. something else going on there. Yeah. yeah. You, you've got a yeah, sensor not picking would... up, something that's not allowing it to uh-huh. start. That's not an oil issue, Mark. right? Okay. How many miles think, is how long? I did. I did drive it for probably twenty, thirty seconds before I shut it off. If you if you drain two um, quarts out of it, you're still okay. Yeah, and if it uh, so okay. your oil low message what, or whatever came on as you were driving it, and that and you drove thirty yeah. seconds, okay. Yeah. But if it still has yeah. two quarts in it, you're okay. And, and there's no no modifications to the oil pan when they did the supercharger. Nothing like that. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. So you you got you've got another issue going yeah. on as to why it's not firing up. Yeah. Okay. I tried to pull codes, but there weren't there weren't any. Probably aren't. Yeah. Um, but I did I did disconnect the battery before I pulled the codes. Okay. I don't know if that has anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It'll take the codes but away it, typically. But it, but it was you know it was running when I shut it off. So yeah. Did you do if you it's hear not the starting? Would that be a? If, would that just be a coincidence? I, I mean, like fuel or spark? It would have to be, I would say, because you should. It should be firing. It should, you know, if it's cranking just fine, then you should be fine. Right. Yeah. And of course, that uh-huh. would that message would come on because of the oil sending unit blowing apart. If if that's what happened uh-huh. again, but um, yeah. And you've put all that back in, and it's got pressure now and all that. I assume. Well, um, I put a new sensor in. Okay. Um, and when I crank it, um, somebody was telling me to put a manual pressure sensor in, but right. I just thought, well, why can't I, why can't I just look at the dashboard with the new sensor? You can. Um, when I crank, when I crank it, there is zero pressure. 
Yeah, and I'm not Does sure. Does it have to be running? I don't I, think it'll read anything until it's running. Yeah, until you actually are okay. in the on position instead Correct. of the crank position. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're going to. It's not like the old days where there was a gauge there that would right. you know, that would ramp up. That, yeah. you, that doesn't happen on that car, Mark. Yeah. Um, okay. But I would check for spark first. And, and for one, when you turn the key on, do you hear the fuel pump pumping? Mm. I mean, because okay. you should hear that three-second whine from the yep. fuel tank. And um, if you're not, yeah, uh-huh. if you're not, then you know, maybe the fuel pump relay, the anything relay along those something. lines. You got to yeah. go through all that. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think it's uh, more it's coincidental than anything, Mark. Yeah, I mean, it's weird, weird but would, I think it's coincidental, right? Yeah, because it doesn't sound like you. You shouldn't have lost any oil pressure to no. the engine. So no. yeah. Uh huh. And when you were that under should, there, should still have compression. But you would know if it didn't have compression. It, it would spin sound, so fast yeah, that you would, would know it doesn't have compression. Way different, yeah. Right. Ah, okay. Yeah. And if it still cranks right. like it always has, it's got compression. So did they relocate mm-hmm. the oil sending unit to the side of the block now by the filter, or did they relocate it somewhere? No, else? it's it's up it's up front, and it's really bad spot behind the power steering pump. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Wonder why. I was trying to think if there's a sensor or a harness or something that might have got moved, know, moved jiggled, when you were anything. Changing that, but yeah, um, you know the camshaft sensor and the crankshaft sensors, you know, pretty much are your main. And they've got to, the they've, yeah, they've got to get, yeah. uh, they've got to receive signal or it's not going to fire up. Right. So make and sure nothing there got unplugged or anything yeah. weird that way, Mark. And then the yeah, the crankshaft okay. sensor I think is camshaft sensors off the back of the engine so right. that wouldn't have been touched but at the, the front yeah the crankshaft sensor yeah i i would check for those three things first and um you know see what you've got yep. and you say you okay. pulled codes do you have a scanner or do you have a code reader it's just a simple code yeah, i don't reader. tell you okay. much either yeah yeah, yeah. so because like yeah. cam and crank sensor you can see and you can pick it up on a scanner yeah. right on a scanner but yeah so so back to the failure real quick um like i said um i think this this is the second time the sensors failed um it's my understanding there's like a little i don't know rubber thing in there that that might fail and allow the oil to come out through the center yeah it's just a diaphragm basically yeah 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 so it's it's happened once before um any explanation? I mean, I could chalk up the first time to a to a bad part, but now it's happened twice. Probably where it's located, given the fact that they've changed it from the original position, has more to do with it with anything, Mark. I would tend to think so too, because I it has been the ones we see fail fail electronically, not mechanically. They don't start pumping. That one's oil picking typically. up more heat yeah. and all sorts of things where it's located yeah. now than where it was prior. Yeah, it's very rare. And you yeah. replaced it with an AC Delco sensor. I did. How yeah. many years ago? Yeah. Um, probably three. Wow. Yeah. I mean. Maybe it, one of those things, just every every couple of years, you just replace it. Yeah. Knowing ahead of time. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to replace I'm trying to come up with some way to remotely mount it. Yeah. Um, well, you can look down by the really, oil filter and really, see if there's any port there. You could move it there. Yeah. Yeah. If there's I've room. I've those online. I've seen. I've actually bought one of those. Yeah, that's what I would do. I've also, yeah, it's really close to the drive shaft, though. It's yeah, like, down there it's it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The um, did they do any modifications oil pump wise when they did the supercharger? No, typically no. not. No. Okay. 
Hmm. I did I plenty of those thinking. back in the day, so no, right. typically not. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Real. Peculiar. But I think there's. I think there's a line. I think there's a line to the supercharger that that goes to where the oil sensor used to be. Off the back of the engine. What supercharger really is it, Mark? Edelbrock. It should have its own oil containment system. It shouldn't be running off the engine oil. Okay, I might, I might. That might not be accurate. Yeah, it should. Yeah, that should have its own supercharger oil in it. That's such a small port back there, too. That's right. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't be feeding it. Yeah, that would be too tight. Yeah, they're not doing that. I just, I just saw, just saw a braided hose going back to that location. Hmm. Okay, if it's a braided hose, I just made that assumption. Yeah, could be. Yeah, usually they're self-contained. Yeah. Uh huh. That coolant is. Yes, yeah. coolant definitely separate, is. There's a separate coolant. Yes. coolant. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you okay. so much. No, you're very welcome, Mark. Appreciate it very much, Kyle. I'm going to slip you in before we go to break. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good, Good sir. How are you, back, John? I'm doing well. Informative show as usual. Well, thank hey, you. I just had a couple of quick comments for uh, for Alan and sure. for you. Sure. Uh, Alan, I uh, I've got a pair of. Uh, of uh, Ray-Ban aviator glasses. They were the uh, Ambermatics. They were the ones oh, that were yes. made back when uh, Bosch and Loam still owned Ray-Ban. That's right. And they're a good example of how of the quality they made back then. I I bought those glasses in 1976, and I remember paying about $70 for them. A lot of I money thought, back then. Wow. Oh, I thought, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe I, I spent that much money for a pair of sunglasses. I, I almost had buyer's remorse when I bought those. <laughs> but... Forty-seven years later, I'm still wearing them. Well, that's that's pretty good. A pretty good investment, then. Yep. Yeah, the Ambermatic. Yeah, that yeah. was a great lens. Wow, amazing, huh. amazing. Yeah, they're. Uh, I don't think I've ever had to do to them is replace the uh, the temple screws a couple of times. They right. they wear out. They but do. They're. Uh, yeah, they're they're great glasses. Wow. So amazing. But uh, John, I, one comment I have for you is, uh, you know, I know one of the things. I've heard in your, you said in your in your show in the past is uh, you just all but just bang your fist on the on the table about people when they break down on the highway to get off yep. the highway to get to a uh, yep. to an exit. Yep. And we've had two uh, down here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. We've had two incidents down here about a week apart where people broke down on the highway and uh, someone uh, someone uh, ran into them uh, and uh, and killed somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle, uh, mm-hmm. that's awful. Shouldn't happen. No reason for that no. to happen, as you know from what I talk about constantly. Your vehicle, the wheel, the tire, whatever you think you might be saving by pulling over on the side of the war, on the side of the road is not worth your life. Period. No, no, and unfortunately, one of the pers- one of the people that were killed were, were were someone that pulled over to help them, ah, and they were the ones that even worse, yeah. even worse, mm-hmm. ah. even worse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank so you. I mean, I'm not. Thank. I mean, I'm not happy that happened. But thank you for the reminder, Kyle. Everyone needs to continue to hear that, and we've got to get that message spread. I wish we'd have some PSAs even coming out of government to just say, "Do not pull over on the side of the road. Go to the next exit, no matter what." Now, if the vehicle is disabled, I get it. That's a whole. But stay in your vehicle. Call a tow truck. Do whatever you need to. Don't get out, and definitely don't change a tire on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've uh, I've told uh, friends of mine who live here in the area, and I even told uh, a neighbor of mine, you know, the same thing you stress is if you break down, uh, drive on your tire. If that yep. car is drivable, that's right. To get it off. That's right. right. That's right. A, a tire is far less expensive than your life or an accident. Yeah. Or, or someone else's. Or life. somebody else's. Yeah, right. Good point, exactly. Kyle. Good point. 
Yeah. Ah, tragic. Yeah. Just well, tragic. That's all, that's all I hate. Kyle, that's thank you. Appreciate that. And I don't appreciate the reminder because we shouldn't have to even do that. But that is a constant reminder of what's going on there. Jeff, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. Drive Radio KLZ 560. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready forever Colorado throws its way. Napa know-how! Okay, your week is crazy. Your local Napa Auto Care Center understands. That's why we're open Saturday and Sunday for your convenience. Get that oil change you've been putting off way too long. Be done with those squeaky brakes that are on your last nerve. We get it. Our Napa Auto Care Center is opened all weekend when you maybe don't have soccer, dance class, or a late meeting at work. Call for a weekend appointment now. We're NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Brakes that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. 
All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Jeff and Golden, what's going on, Jeff? Not much. How are you doing? I'm good, sir. So I got a question uh, over here, man. I, this, I, I've been doing the auto detailing here in Golden and now only on the weekends now. But, okay. Uh, uh, I've been doing some construction work up, doing working for a plumber up in uh, Dillon all week, you know oh, what I mean? And then gotcha. Back but anyway, hey, I got a, I bought a, uh, a little Prius. I've had a Gen 2 before. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I was like, you know what? I had good luck with it. It got crashed in two and how I lost that one or whatever. Okay. And so I was like, I'm going to get another one. And it's it's that 1.5, you know what I mean? An 09 Prius, right? And it's, uh, you know, they're they're a fun little car. Anyway, I get this thing. I bought it. I haven't even made a payment on it. I bought it with my uh, credit union, you know, deal. Uh-huh. Paid about five grand for it. Going up 70, went about two or three trips. I knew it was low on oil. You know what I mean, and I and I remember my last one. They are when they get to that age, they start to gobble oil, and you really got to watch them. Anyway, I ran it dry about oil pretty much, and then all of a sudden it started. It went into a, you know, like a, you know, like mm-hmm. a, I thought it broke a, you know, or thought it spun a bearing type or something. But anyway, I got out of it quickly. Okay, so I've got it back on my rack right now, and I did pull. I pulled the oil pan. You know, expecting to see, you know, and then, you know, here we go. You know, here's, I've seen bearings before, you know what I mean? And, and no, there's no debris, uh, you know what I mean? Did it like little magnetic swab in the, you know what I mean? Just there's a little kind of dish there of the oil pan that it is. You know what I mean? It's clean. It's got sludge. It needs a, you know, it needs a BG go through and everything else. But, uh, so now I'm putting that back together. Should I go top down and start, it's like a cam phaser or something? Or is that, tra- I don't know. It just and it loses power too on it. You know what I mean with this ladder. So yeah, yeah. It's hard to say where you would want to look for something like if it's that. Uh, so it really started rattling really fast, like brrr type thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That almost sounds like a piston hitting hitting mm-hmm. the head or something like that. If it's if it's that fast or something. Okay. Uh, dislodged in the you know in, into one of the cylinders but hard to say what um compression test on it then first to start with a compression test and go down yeah and i would almost tend to think maybe not even a compression but a um like a camera go down in inside the okay yeah, yeah no, pull, pull cool. the plugs yeah. out go down with the camera and just see if you've got any contact or any carbon you know that yeah. maybe came off I, yeah exactly anything hitting any of the spark plugs or anything like that yeah okay but it, yeah i'm either, hoping it's not that you know what i mean it was it was good news seeing yeah but like i say it could be a thought like something banging up there yeah that would be right well and you know when you know the the last parts that starved is the lower end but you know the upper end is pretty you know that that's the first part that gets starved of lubrication when that gets low on oil so right. That's right. definitely the start looking there, but yeah, it could be yeah tons of things anyway. But you said it lost power, so with that noise, yeah, the engine will yeah, yeah the computer will kind of shut things down too. So, and I was afraid to give it power, you know, because I didn't want to drive it into the ground either. So I've really been once it started making that yeah that yeah, yeah. whoa uh-huh. and it has you know it's it's funny is uh, my buddies at mechanic he was by looking at it he thought he had checked the oil didn't notice that it was literally the dipsticks was probably dry you know what i mean uh-huh. and uh, and that that triangle warning pops up on those things but it doesn't really nothing ever tells you oil it sucks i wish you know what i mean it 
Yeah. Wish there was like an oil pressure gauge or something. You know what I mean, right? right. The old school because it just that would have saved that. You know, what I mean, the guy would have noticed you, but you know, right. oil. Oh, exactly. You know. Well, you know, and, and I mean, I would say typically with a noise like that, I mean, it's probably going to be an engine replacement anyway. I mean, you, you hate to put a head on it or something like that, and then still have lower end problems too. What would you, so yeah, like what the you know what is the strat? Would you just, I mean, is it easy enough to rebuild them? You know what I mean with a little bearing kit and just work with what you got? Or <laughs> I, you know, I don't know anybody that does that. Uh, you know, the, how many miles does it have on it? Have quite a well. I mean, I guess uh, either way, it yeah, ran no, oil, it's two hundred. So. You know, two hundred. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what it would involve you know to rebuild one of those or find a rebuilt or find a good used one I, it's yeah, hard to say what your best bet would be where do you like to get motors for that i mean you can get i've, I've checked autozone it's about thirty six hundred dollars at autozone you know they'll have one that's not that yeah uh i don't know we we don't do engines in our shop so i'm not sure you know where your uh where your best bet is i know the um jasper is where we used to get some of them from and they always had a good product but yeah hard to say i don't know where uh autozone gets theirs from but probably some manufacturer you know yeah atk maybe or something all right well yeah i just thought i'd run it you know what i mean after i got that pan out and i looked at it and there was no you know real bottom end debris there i was like well shoot i wonder if it's savable you know what i mean i wonder if this thing is yeah you know yeah exactly if it ran out of oil it's you know you don't know where else there could be problems so if you even put a head on it i mean you could still have lower end problems or maybe the the wrist pin or something like that maybe got ovaled and the pistons hitting the top of the cylinder head or something to that effect even it's there's a lot of things that can cause that type of noise but that's what cam it phaser? Like. Can a cam do those have cam phasers on them yeah i wouldn't think it would be that kind of a rattle type noise though okay yeah if it's a real rapid knocking like that that's every time the piston comes up to the cylinder head it's hitting is what it sounds like okay. so yeah okay 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 no, that probably makes. I haven't pulled plugs out of it, so I need to do that. That probably that might say a lot right there. Like you say, get in with a camera and take a peek. And yep. Okay. Go from there. All right. Yeah. All right, Thanks, Jeff. Dave. With that, we got to run. Appreciate you, man. Have a good rest of your day. Ann and Denver Hain Tyke will take you right after the top of the hour news. We'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive radiocom Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.